Hey, and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Today, we're going to talk about how each of us literally changes the world every single day by our words, by our acts, and also by being exactly where we are and where we are meant to be. So take a listen. I cannot wait to dive into this today. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what he has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited, and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God, and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. Okay, so I have talked about a similar topic before, and I'm sure this theme will come up again because, of course, it is a theme found in scripture, and it's just a theme of humankind, right? That our, you know, kindness and love, it changes everything, right? It changes hearts. It changes, you know, things that happen in the world. And so I was actually listening to one uh, of Kathy Heller's podcasts the other day, and she was, she's Jewish and Jewish, and she was talking to a rabbi that's been very influential in her life. But what he was speaking of, right, from the Torah or our Old Testament really hit hit home for me. Actually, it was an amazing episode. It, it really put some things in some uh, lovely perspective for me, even from a Christian perspective. But this is what he said um, on this topic. And then, of course, I'll share scripture um, about this. He says, we think the way we are going to change the world is going after the whole world. That's a good way to undermine success, he says. And it goes on to say, great things happen through small steps. And he asks, what's the next small step? And he says, don't let excellent be the enemy of good, which is something he had heard, but he really liked. And I think that that's so important, right? It's our small steps. It's our small acts every day, you know, in our homes with our kids, with our spouse. It's the things we say to strangers and to our colleagues. It's the things we say to ourselves. But I do think that it takes, uh, you know, the spirit of God to really bring us into this place of love, this place of choosing others before ourselves, to stepping out of discomfort, to say the nice thing to be um, of service. And two of the different scriptures I want to share. The first is Proverbs 12, 25. And it says, an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. And I think that's so true. And I have shared this before, but I think it's because it's such an important scripture that speaks to um, how we're being called to encourage others, right? To show kindness and love to other people through our words, and of course, through our actions. And I love what Bob Goff says in his devotional, Live in Grace, Walk in Love. He says, one word, one kind word, an understanding nod in the direction of someone struggling can change everything. When we choose to step in the shoes of people having a difficult time, we usually find they're a lot like us. They just need to know they're loved and valued and that it's going to be okay. Don't leave it to someone else to do the loving for you. I think that's so important. And here's what I know. The more we step out and speak, the more we step out and act, 
the easier it becomes. And the more we realize how good it actually makes us feel, right? You, you literally get a dopamine hit when you do this. You feel joyful and you're not doing it to, to make yourself feel that way. You're doing it because you know, you feel prompted, you feel called to say something to that person, to speak in love, to speak in kindness. An example of this, not that I would t- typically share this, but I think it's important. The, I often in our area see, you know, someone with a sign, you know, on a, in a, in a light, you know, with a sign that says like, can you help? It might say they're homeless or it might just say like they're, you know, having um, a hard time paying their bills or whatever. And when I can, I stop, especially if it's somewhere where I can stop and talk to them for a minute. Years ago, I would have maybe given them money or a gift card for food or something. I mean, I know we could have a whole conversation about this, but when I saw him, I was driving the other direction and I, you know, I tell myself, okay, if he's there, when I get back, I will stop. Now this is where there's a light. So it's not really somewhere I can park, but I was going to actually a food place. So I bought a gift card to the food place. And when I got to that light, luckily it was stopped. So I called the gentleman over and I you know, said to him, I'm not, I don't have cash for you, but I have a you know, gift card for food. And he said, you know, and he said, thank you. And I, um, I usually ask the person, their name and tell them my name and have a quick conversation with them. But he said to me, I would have been happy if you had just looked at me and smiled. But w- to me, right, what that meant is so many people, when I drive by and I see someone holding a sign, think about how humbling that is, or maybe even humiliating for someone. What they want is to be acknowledged, to be seen, you know, even in their struggle even in their hardship. And so many people look the other way. They don't make eye contact with them. But we do this throughout our day, throughout our life. It could be at the grocery store. It could be in your workplace. It could be in your church. It could be anywhere. But that's how people are feeling. Like that guy standing on the corner of that light with a sign asking for help. I don't know the percentage, but let's just say 90% or 95% of the people might just drive by. They might ignore him. They might avoid him. And I get it. I've had those moments before. I'm not saying every time I've stopped. And of course, then I feel bad if I don't stop for whatever reason. But they just want to be seen. They want to be acknowledged. And I'm not saying this is about you giving them money or not. People just want a kind word. They want you to look at them. You know, they want to be seen. Some, you know, most of the time people want to be heard. So what is this kind thing you can say to somebody? And this is everything from a a lovely compliment you can give to somebody. It costs you nothing. Speak up because you're literally sharing kindness in the world. You're sharing love. And this is how we change the world, right? It's through that. Think about it. If someone gives you a compliment, actually, I was just getting my tires changed the other day. Um, Not changed. I'm sorry. I had a flat tire, so they were fixing it. And the gentleman that works there and was giving me my car, you know, he, he gave me a very sweet, kind, lovely compliment that he did not have to give me, you know, and I said, thank you. And that was so nice. And I hope you had a good day, but yeah, I, I made me feel so happy, right? It was so nice. He could have, especially in the state of the world in the state of like political correctness and all these things, he could have said nothing. I'd rather be the person that takes the risk and says, gosh, you're beautiful, or you have the most beautiful smile. I love that color on you. It just brightens the room. 
why not give more compliments? I mean, both in our homes, to our kids, our spouses, to our friends, remind them, gosh, you look so good today. You're beautiful. You have such a beautiful soul, whatever it is, right? That was so kind of you. Tell the people, you know, in your neighborhood, tell your, tell the strangers, tell the people holding the signs that you see them, you know, that you're, you're thinking of them, you're praying for them. But I mean, my point is these small acts make a big difference. And, you know, as it said so many places, the more times we do it, the easier it gets and the more we want to do it. Even stopping and talking to people that are holding signs up that are trying to get money or resources is when I can, I go and talk to them, you know, uh, and ask them, you know, what's your name and what's going on? Like, what are you struggling with and what do you need? You know, uh, now I wouldn't have done that a long time ago, but I'm, you know, I'm growing in that way and I've gotten more comfortable doing it. So it doesn't feel uncomfortable to me anymore. Now, I'm still a work in progress there too. You know, I'm not saying that I take what they tell me and I'm able to connect them with all the right places and people. And I'm not saying that that's my my role at this point or not. I'm just saying that I'm I'm trying to have a conversation with them, right? I'm showing them that I care or at least, you know, that I see them and I hear them. I hear what they're saying to me. But I think too often we think, oh, you know, I'm tired of my job or, or I'm frazzled in my house, you know, with everything going on. But I think what we forget is we are right where we're supposed to be. And at the end of the day, it's actually less about the work, the specific work, the specific act, the specific service, because it's all about the people. It's all about love. And think about this. What if you're in the position you're in, you're in the place of work or in your home to literally lift that someone else up, to shift someone in, you know, their faith view or to show them what love really is, what kindness really is, what joy really is, you know, and, you know, through time, you know, they'll see that it's through your relationship with God through Christ. And another scripture I want to share with you is 1 Corinthians 717, it says, where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. Sometimes it's hard to do that. Sometimes we feel like it's time to leave. It's time to move on to the next thing. Maybe we're feeling tired where we're at, or maybe underappreciated or worn out. And those are all valid things. And it's likely maybe our time is coming, right? A shift is coming, a change is coming. But maybe today's not that day. I mean, obviously you have to, you know, you have to know by the promptings and what's going on if another, if God's opening another door for you or closing that door. But I think it's really important to remember that where you are right now is God's place for you. What if instead of feeling frustrated and irritated with our kids or our coworkers, we paused and we listened to that scripture, we reread it over and over and said, Why does God have me in this place right now? How can I be love? How, who am I supposed to be here for? You know, what is the impact I'm supposed to have? But what if we just went into each day with that, knowing that our purpose is less about the work? I'm not saying that our work isn't important. Of course, our our work's important, whether we're 
you know, whether it's through serving our family or guiding them or it's in a job, you know, that we feel like adds value in some way um, to the world or just, you know, supports our family, you know, financially or whatnot. But beyond that, beyond all of that, it's we're there to be love, right? We're there to be an extension of love and point people back to Jesus. How do we do that? We do that through love and kindness. So through these small acts, right? These little tiny micro things, right? Like those little things. So it can be something little we do to people, a kind note, a kind word, an invitation, you know, to them, having a conversation, seeing what's going on with them. And I love this quote. It's a little bit different, but still, it still hits home for me. It's by Margaret Mead, who's who was an um, anthropologist. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Now, I would add to that, especially if they have, you know, the heart of Christ, if they, you know, are, if they have the spirit, um, the Holy Spirit um, acting, right? That's why they have this desire, this passion to make a change in the world, to act. But that's the point, whether it's one of us or we come together to change something that we're, you know, that's upsetting to us or that we see there's an injustice or whatever it might be. And so today, I just wanted to encourage you to remind you, literally one kind word can change the world. And it does every single day. And the other thing is, is as we see so much struggle, so much, um, I guess, bad in the world, right? Um, War and food shortages, inflation, you know, higher prices, but people losing jobs. There's a lot going on. And I think, you know, there always is in history, but right now it feels like there's more, maybe because of the media. But in the midst of all that, how do we, what do we do? We find ways to be good, right? We find ways to do more good even in the midst of struggle and hardship and what seems like bad things in the world or hard things. So instead of thinking so big, you know, big paint strokes, like how am I going to, what, what's my purpose? What am I going to do? I mean, that's, that's all wonderful and great, right? If we have this vision, this mission God's given us, but often that changes, right? How we show up, where we're called to show up. But what about only asking yourself in this moment, in this hour, in this day, what small little thing can I do that will literally change the course of someone's day, that will plant a seed of hope in love and of the Holy Spirit in them? So I would just leave you with that today and just say, you literally are changing the world every single day, both in your home and out in the community. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.